Welcome to Legendary Dads, where we wipe out myths like you can't be a successful entrepreneur and a loving present dad. We're tearing down lies about being a well-behaved dad, you know, doing what they say that you're supposed to do. We're blazing the trail to become high-performance dads, the dad who's clear where he and his family are going and why. We are laying solid foundations to become legendary dads. Hey, welcome back. Great to be with you again. There's a lot that can be shared. Uh, with 55 years of life and over 19 years of parenting, uh, there's so much that could be said about life and, and parenting, all the different experiences and so on. And as I was thinking about today and, and what to share, one of the things that occurred to me is how this process of parenting requires us to constantly shift and change. Because as I mentioned before, this you're in a relationship with someone who is changing constantly, right? I mean, it seems like in the younger years, especially they're, when you watch them grow, right? They, they grow quickly. They, you buy a pair of shoes or any outfit you buy for them lasts maybe a year, and then they're, they're onto something else, and you got to constantly keep up with the changes going on in their life. And we put a lot of effort into understanding what they're going through and what they need. I mean, think about it. When we start with an infant... Okay, it's fairly straightforward. Uh, they may cry, and it's usually one of two, maybe three things in the very beginning. Either they're hungry, or they're in a messy diaper they want out of. I mean, seriously, who wouldn't? <laughs> or possibly they're overtired and they need some help getting to sleep. Okay, so you put the effort in to figure out which one is it. Then... As they get a little older, you know, things like teething is introduced. So it could be pain of, of teeth coming in is a new thing. So trying to discern, uh, figure out which thing is it. <laughs> you check the diaper. <laughs> you see if they're hungry. Um, and then you can check their teeth. Try rubbing things on it. And there's different ways of dealing with that, right? But you explore and you try to find out what is it that they need? What are they trying to communicate? And it, it can be tricky. <laughs> I mean, it's not complicated, but it takes a bit of effort. And so as our kids grow older, we we learn to move with that, right? We have to get them new outfits, and they start to like different kinds of clothes, or they have different needs in clothing. Um, then we're, we're watching them grow and develop interests in different subjects and different activities, different people. And hopefully we keep paying attention. But I have a sense that some of us don't do that. Some of us stop trying to understand. I think a lot of us actually begin to, I don't know if we get tired of it or if we forget or we think, Maybe they're old enough now that they don't need us in that way. And they can just figure life out. I mean, school teaches them about stuff. And 
a lot of things, especially now, there's a lot of things being taught in school that used to be parents' responsibility, but now the schools are taking over. I won't go into that debate here today <laughs> and which things they should be talking about and which ones they shouldn't. That's something for another day, maybe. Uh, but that's happening. Are they being educated, you could say, uh, informed at least of different things in school? So I think there's certainly there's to some degree or another, I know that I've been facing this and perhaps more so as my kids become teenagers, just this sense that they don't really need me anymore, or at least they need me less. And sometimes that's a, a very deliberate and forthright choice on their part. And they might even say so, you know, dad, I think it's time for you to let me learn from my own mistakes. Uh, okay. <laughs> You want to go that route? <laughs> okay. Well, here's a here's a something to think about. As your kids are getting older, and I know some of you are still have the very young kids, and so you're not here yet. Um, others are dealing with this. But as your kids are getting older, are you staying with them? Are you still working with them? Are you still making the effort to know and understand who they are today? Because you know that changes, right? You've seen it. Are you making the effort to know and understand what they need or want today based on who they are and, and what they're going through in life today? This is, this is really important because we're not done. We're never done. I still have a dad and I still need him and I still want him and he still helps me. Now, we're adults and so we can help each other with different things. The relationship has evolved and changed. But he's still my dad and that's important. So unless your kids are 55, <laughs> and even if they are, there's some degree to which they probably still, if they don't really need you technically for practical, physical things, they likely need you emotionally, <laughs> mentally, they want you there. So for those of us that are still raising our kids at younger ages in school and so on, I, I challenge you to consider that. Are you still with them? Are you still walking with them? Are you still putting in the effort to know who they are, where they're going, and what they need from you, especially. But even if they need it from someone else, are you willing and able to see what they need? And if you don't have it, to go and find the person that has it or to find the source of what they need? That may be a, quite a challenge for some of us to recognize that we may have dropped the ball there. As our kids get older, their needs change. All right, so in the beginning, it's things like diapers and clothes, and we also do things like challenging them to walk, right? You may not have thought of that as a challenge, but it is. <laughs> and if you're encouraging them to do it, then you're that's the challenge you're putting to them. You're saying, hey, here's something new to try. 
with the toys that they get, learning how to use those toys in different activities, uh, learning to ride a bike or skateboard or to build things with blocks. These are challenges. These are new things, new and interesting uh, activities, skills to learn. They can broadly be categorized as challenges in a very positive way. As your kids get older and and hopefully start to learn how to do these things and maybe even teach themselves new skills, I wonder if you've thought about some of the other things that they need help with. Like, I've often had to check my kids in terms of how they're thinking about things. That's That can be a, ch a challenging one. And a lot of people don't like these questions <laughs> about how to think. <laughs> because it means that we've got to consider our own behavior and thoughts and attitudes and how we are impacting our own lives. And if it's getting us results we didn't want, then we don't really like to admit that it was our fault. Mostly we'd rather blame someone else, right? I mean... It's because of what he said or she did or circumstances, my boss, I, you name it. There's always someone else to, to lay the blame on if we want to. But that means that we have no control over the situation. So I've often challenged my kids to think about what is their part in this? What can What can you do differently that would change this situation or change your experience of it at least how are you thinking about this and how could different thoughts change the way life goes for you as i've said before you may not be able to change the actual circumstances but at the very least you can change how you experience it and make it a more positive experience even if the circumstances don't change so considering our kids and how they think. And so as we as they get older again, we recognize that what they need from us changes and evolves over time. And it's important that we as parents take that time to walk through that and to really put the effort and the thought into it, right? Remember, we used to put a lot of thought into what is going on with this child? How can I solve their issue? Because they're crying, they need something. And we, we do whatever we can to figure it out. Sometimes we can't. We, we assume it's teething because I remember the days when our kids were crying and we couldn't figure it out. We Diaper was clean. They were fed. They wouldn't go to sleep. We thought, well, it must be teething. We tried ice cubes and different things to ease the pain and that wouldn't work. Then, you know, you there's only so much you can do. But here's the thing behind all of this. Part of what I'm getting at is being intentional and thoughtful about our parenting. Maybe not a new idea to you, and maybe you already feel you are, which is great. I'm very glad for that, and so are your kids. I'm going to challenge you, though, to, to think deeper and to go further with this and think about where have you maybe not been putting in the effort? Are you still challenging your kids? 
if they don't like the challenge, there's different ways of looking at it. We can challenge them uh, directly, and we can challenge them to do what we want them to do, <laughs> or we can find challenges for them that are come more naturally, challenges that actually fit into who they are and where they're going. And it might not even come from us. It might be just something that we present to them or have someone else bring to their attention, something that would help to move them forward in a new direction or further in the same direction. We all need that. And there's a part of us, I think, that all, in all of us probably, that wants some degree of challenge, something new to develop and to work towards. I know we do talk about, you know, wouldn't it be great if we could just sit around on the beaches and enjoy the sun and so on? Well, some people think that way. I don't. <laughs> I don't like laying around on the beach. But that's nobody's because nobody's actually done that. I think at least anybody that I know. I think that we don't realize that that doesn't last very long. I mean, it's nice for a holiday. But it can't be all of life. We need more than that. And so do our kids. And so challenging them and bringing them new ideas, things for them to work on, not demanding it of them, but offering the opportunity to them is something that's really going to endear us, us to them. They're going to appreciate that and look to us for more and learn to find more of it themselves as well. And after all of this, here's the tough part. <laughs> as a parent, are you doing this? Are you living this way? Ooh, did that hurt? <laughs> I don't mind if it did, <laughs> as long as you're willing to take that challenge and grow with it. Look, I'm not trying to be condemning and, and and mean but the thing is part of maintaining any degree of leadership influence with our kids is that they need to see us doing it that we need to role model what it is we're talking about so we need to find solutions to problems we need to adjust the way we think uh, we need to challenge ourselves or allow others to challenge us and we need to demonstrate all that to our kids. Now, we can't always exemplify or, or role model everything that we want them to know. But we can do our best to role model the basic principles and the ideas. There are challenges. Look, I know I'm not happy about the, the example that I've set in some areas, um, in particular with health and fitness that's an area that's that's been a struggle for me um and to be honest and i know that my kids are going to listen to this um, i've spoken to them about that and said i would appreciate your help in that um, and i know that they have different uh, challenges and um, aspirations and things that they want to achieve and so we're trying to help each other in these things and learning to support each other going through this I want them to see that it's possible to change a pattern of 55 years of not caring for myself so well, but now getting serious about it and getting it done and seeing it happen. So 
but it doesn't have to be a secret. And that's the other thing, right? I told them, I said, look, this is something I'm working on. You haven't seen me doing this very well. And I want to change that for my own sake, as well as for theirs. And so it's something we can work on together. I know there's a lot of, especially, I guess, in the older, my generation and before, there was a lot of sense of, you can't let them see. Don't let them know that you're struggling. They have to see you as strong and, and always steady and secure. Look, my kids know that I'm here for them, always. I'm not going anywhere. At this point, they know beyond question, I, I hope it's beyond question in their minds, that my wife and I are staying together. That's not going to change. This, these things are, are reliable and for sure. I am a good man to them. I make mistakes, but I talk about it. And so they're aware of that. They know that even though I make mistakes, I am reliable in terms of character and in terms of being there as a father, the important things that I can exemplify. So letting them see the real me does not diminish trust and love or respect it allows them to actually trust and respect me more because they know i mean look <laughs> they knew i made mistakes before i ever admitted it probably and if you're pretending that you don't and you're trying to keep that from them they know they're not stupid they can see it and even if they can't put words to everything that they know and they see they know it and they see it nonetheless so if I were to wrap this up and sort of summarize in a word what I've been talking about here and working through, it's influence. Key ways to influence people revolve around teaching them how to think, challenging them, and showing them the way. Those are three of the biggest things we can do teaching them to think different ways. But that's not about us telling them how to think or what to think, I should say, but teaching them how to think and how to think differently about things. Again, differently just means differently. It doesn't necessarily mean my way. It just means not the way they have been thinking. I have to do that for myself, and I use coaches to help me with that. I have coaches who help me, who challenge my thinking so that I can broaden my skill set in, in the realm of thought and gain more control over that. Uh, and they challenge me and I allow other people, including my kids, to challenge me on things, to present a, a further step, a, a level of improvement. And I'm doing everything I can to learn to role model these things. Of course, none of us is perfect. That's okay. But what we can show them is what we can do and what we do know. And with very least, we can show them that it is okay and important to learn to think differently, to try to accept challenges, even if you don't succeed in, in the way that you hope, but to learn and to go again and to do more and to be a role model, but face up to the fact that you make mistakes and be honest about it and learn from it and grow and be humble in that. So many of us have learned that that's bad to never show your weaknesses, to always be strong. Don't let them see you cry. Don't let them see your fear, whatever it may be. It's nonsense. The most successful acknowledge these things are real. 
as parents, successful parents, that's what we need to do as well. This is a lot of challenge. And as a, these are things that I've been going through is in high performance coaching. It's a such an exciting journey to learn to think differently and to learn to accept and, and celebrate challenges. Even the ones that I didn't want, ones that came at me that I had no choice in. Learning to accept them, embrace it and grow and learn from it in whatever way is possible and becoming a better role model, not just for my family, but for other people as well. So thanks for listening. It's really an awesome journey that we're on here together. And for me, um, to be able to do this is such a privilege and a joy. Um, I'm really, really excited about the, the days to come. And I've got some uh, really awesome guests that are coming up next. And uh, so you'll want to check out next week for sure. Looking forward to that and uh, talking with you some more very soon, I hope. You have a fantastic week, and we'll talk again soon. All right, we've taken another step towards that legendary dad status today, and I'm excited and honored to be part of this journey with you. Now, if you go to kevinwillspeak.com, you can book time to speak with me directly about any questions or comments you have, or you can connect with me on social media or post in the comments below. Guys, I'm convinced that we all have what it takes, and if we work together, we can all become legendary dads.